Welcome to Create Wealth Through Franchising. I'm your host, Kim Daly. Whether you're a CEO, a military vet, a real estate investor, or simply in career transition and ready to take ownership of your future, with each episode, you're gonna learn valuable insights and hear inspiring stories from within the franchise industry. On that note, my guest stories are their own. And as a franchise consultant, I do not make personal brand endorsements or earnings claims, but I do educate, motivate, and inspire dreams. Now, on to the show. Welcome back to Kim Daly TV and Create Wealth Through Franchising. I am your host, Kim Daly, and we have a special treat for you all today. I have two special guests in the studio. Their names are Marnie and Mari, which is going to be a tongue twister for Kim Daly. <laughs> Welcome to my studio, Marnie and Mari from Two Maids and a Mop. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you for being my special guest today. So for the listeners out there, what I was looking for when I went looking for this interview was I wanted to find a highly competitive industry that was employee heavy because there's a lot of head trash and head talk out there about finding good employees in 2023. So I reached out to my good friends at Home Franchise Concepts. They are the parent organization to Budget Blinds and the Tailored Closet and a whole host of other companies, and one of which is Two Maids and a Mop. And the lovely Marnie and Mari raised their hand and said, oh, we'll get on your show. So that's the conversation we want to have today. But before we talk about some of those issues, let's just back up. And why don't you women share with my followers, like, what problem were you solving for in your life? Like, why did you turn to franchising? What was happening in your life when you did? Sure, sure. So this is now, let's see, we are going to be at our eight year mark this fall. But so it was eight years this summer. I was, I had just been laid off from a large corporation and, you know, after working really hard and working weekends and evenings, doing all that. And I was looking for another corporate job and I, I didn't want to do that. But, um, Marty was staying home from work. We have uh, two kids and they were little at the time, but I, I had always wanted to start a business. So I, I said, Hey, you know, I'd really like to start business. Prior to my corporate life, I had worked with some startups. So I also knew I didn't necessarily have a million dollars to burn, which I'd been a part of some startups that had burned through a lot of money. And I'm like, well, I don't want to subject <laughs> my family to that, um, nor do I have that, those kind of resources. And um, one of the successful startups I'd been with had basically taken, um, he, he had been a serial entrepreneur, the CEO I was working for, and he had done basically the same thing in many different industries and almost franchised, operated as a franchise. And from that, I, I realized like, that's a great way to go where you're not making the mistakes necessarily. You're kind of learning from someone else's operational success. And now you're following that playbook. And so, you know, I went to Marty and I said, Hey, I want to do this. And she said, why don't you just get a real job? And then, <laughs> <laughs> a very typical response. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I was, I'm a lawyer um, and I was staying home with our twins. They were babies at the time. So I wasn't a hundred percent on board, but this is something that she really wanted to do. So she found the, the two maids and I thought that was a great space. They call it, you know, like a dirty job, but you know, it's not a fad, you know? So in my perspective, it's, 
you know, there's always going to be wealthy people who are going to have you clean for them or working people who are working hard and don't have time to clean. So I, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. So I supported it. And then what happened is we kind of had all hands on deck in the beginning to try to get it going. And what I quickly realized is that, you know, we have two little kids. I can drop them at school. I can pick them up. I can I can have a lot more flexibility in my schedule than being a nine to whatever, nine to nine lawyer. So for me, it came down to, you know, like a situation where I might be working seven days a week, but I'm working hours that I get to choose as opposed to working for someone else. And I also realized that this could be something that we could be very successful at. We actually partner together quite well. And so, you know, one of the things that Mari told me in the very beginning was that less than 3% of women-owned businesses ever make it to a million. And uh, we're both extremely competitive people. So, of course, you know, we made that our goal, which we have completed. I'm hopeful that by next year, we're going to be at the $5 million mark. So, you know, obviously uh, we're doing something right. Hey, Daily Coach fans. If you're loving this episode, please do me a quick favor and leave me a five-star rating and a short review. Your feedback fuels my growth and rankings and shows others that this podcast is valuable. Now back to the show. That's amazing. What a great story. Okay, so you you definitely explained like the systems part of franchising. So when you went looking for a franchisor, like how did you find two maids? What it's not a business in my experience that people lean into. Like usually it's a company that needs a consultant to be like, no, this is long-term sustainable and recession resistant and highly repeatable and, and kind of like talk people into that, like th- those characteristics. So what led you you to the cleaning industry? Well, I looked at a lot of different brands. I mean, I had probably looked at over 50 brands and I had, I I went to like an expo. I went to, I met with several different brokers and the brokers are all over the place as far as just their level of service, just their knowledge. And, and, and so it's hard because they'll throw a lot of different things at you and they all sound good. And so ultimately though, I I started to resonate with me. Um, I loved like the residual income. I also liked the hours are more Monday to Friday during the week. I, you know, I looked at some other concepts where, I mean, again, there's so many great concepts, but a lot of them, you would be working weekends, you'd be more on call, like the restoration space, really great margins, but you're on call and and stuff never happens. Disasters usually don't happen at convenient times. So, uh, you know, know, when you look at a lot of, it's amazing when you, you just start to figure it out, you know, it's like house hunting. You start to look at things and you realize that's important to me. Like, right. like school districts are important or whatever it might be, but you, you start to weed it out. And, and ultimately, the residual income was a huge thing. I also like two mains. So at the time, I was actually dealing with the founder. We were really small. I think we were like at 25 stores. And for me, it, coming from a, a startup place, I like that being with a small, like like I felt I could still be impactful and in, in in participatory in, in the whole process. And the other thing that also meant was there was a lot of opportunity to buy multiple units so, so we could get more territory. Whereas, and you mentioned budget blinds, there's not a lot, there's like, there's probably two territories left. In, An in entire country, right, yeah. Yeah, and, and so to me, for this kind of business, having where you could stack a bunch of offices, because like Marty mentioned, we're competitive, 
so so the the desire was to build kind of more of an empire as opposed to just one unit. Like that wasn't going to be enough for for what we wanted to do. And so so the two mates kind of just checked all those boxes. And, and we happened to buy. I was working with a broker, and he happened to know it was a it was a resale. Um, the guys that that started College Hunks hauling junk actually owned the territory because they were friends with the owner of Two Maids. Ron? Ron. Yeah, I know Ron and, quite well. And yeah. so that that's so we ended up getting this this huge territory. And now we were just slowly building out. So it, it takes a lot of time and research and, and I think it's really important because then you you really start to figure out what's important to you as a business owner and and what do you want to do? Like do you want to be in the office every day? Do you want you know, I like this model too. It's semi-absentee. So I, I didn't, after my corporate life, I didn't want to spend, you know, 10 hours a day in the office. Right. And you, yeah. you did a lot of research. Right? Yeah, I mean, you did really, a lot of research. She really did her research. And the thing with me, as I mentioned before, I didn't want like a fad business. I wanted a business that was sustainable for a long time. And, and that, you know, this is the type of business where it's not... It's it's a it's a dirty business, so not everyone wants to get into it. But it's something where if you kind of, I mean, one of Ron's things was you just pound the rock, and it's like you know you just keep pounding the rock, and eventually, if you stick with it, you know you're going to be successful, and that's that's fortunately what's happened for us. I love the story. So for those people who are listening, hopefully your experience, and if you come to the Daily Coach, won't be like what these two women went through. You know, like I'm going to begin with the end in mind, and we're going to start with the goals, and that includes lifestyle goals. I think that's what you were alluding to in that as you start looking at concepts, you start figuring out what's important to you. So when you work with Kim Daly, we're going to start right there because you need a business that aligns with your outcomes. You know, I tell my candidates that I'm in infinitely more interested in what you want to accomplish through the business, personally, professionally, and financially, the things like the empire building, the semi-absentee, the Monday through Friday work life, right? All of those things are characteristics that I would pull out of you before I even match opportunity to you. And maybe you're like, oh, Kim, where were you eight years ago? <laughs> I could have saved you a lot of time and energy, but you know, it's all good. You're here now. You found this amazing business. And during the process, it sounds like uh, since you've joined Two Maids, it did get acquired by uh, Home Franchise Concepts, which is this big, you know, billion dollar family owned, privately owned organization. Now have, let's talk about that a little bit. Have you seen a big difference or shift in any culture like for the better or, or services that have been added to what you're doing because of the infrastructure that Home Franchise Concepts was able to bring to the startup business of Two Maids? You know, I think one thing that's been great is so now we have our conferences are with the other brands. So, so we're meeting people from Budget Blinds and Taylor Living and all these different brands, which is great because especially like the, the Budget Blinds is a lot of those owners have been around longer. So they have now at this point in our career, you know, we think a little differently. You think strategically. You're not, you know, when, when you first start, you're like, I, I hope payroll clears. <laughs> I hope I have enough money to cover payroll. And now, now you're thinking of different things. And those people too have been around longer. So, so some of those conversations can, more strategic kind of conversations can be had and, and kind of, okay, like what's next? You know, do we continue to open more Two maids, do we look at other brands? Do you, you know, you just have more options the longer you're doing this. Yeah. Or at least for us, you know, it's like, okay, what's next? I love it. Okay, so let's go back to the original question that I was really trying to get answered when I reached out to HFC and said, 
want to talk to an owner that got into a really competitive industry that's employee intensive. So that's the meat of this conversation, really. So it sounds like you are doing quite well. <laughs> so how, what, what tips or tricks or tactics have you learned or employed to build a culture where people stay with you? Or have you just adopted a mentality of it is a revolving door and that's just the nature of our business? Okay, so I think for, for me, it's not a revolving door. I mean, my goal has always been to find key people and then keep them forever, you know, if we can. And it doesn't always work that way, obviously, but we have five managers now. In fact, um, we have six offices in the D.C. area, and we're in D.C. right now. Um, we're having our second annual Manager's Day tomorrow, and that's a day that we created basically for the managers. So we have a whole day. We give them presents. We go out to a restaurant, and we play some games. We take personality tests. We learn more about each other, and then we brainstorm for the future, and we also celebrate the past year of successes. You know, we have managers that have been with us one over five years. I think we've got a couple that are going on over three years, and they're very loyal to us, but we're very loyal to them. So for me, everything is about loyalty for me. And so I try to find people that are a good fit, and then we treat them very, very well, and then we keep them. And we make them a part of it. So, you know, our success is their success and they're growing this together because we can't do it without them. And likewise for our ladies. So the managers are primarily involved with the ladies. Uh, we're also having a picnic while we're here and a luncheon with some of our ladies. Um, you know, we do a lot of things for our ladies. We have given them shoes before. We have parties for them. They celebrate birthdays every month. We do gift cards. We have made of the month. The idea is, is that for both the managers and the ladies, we want them to enjoy their job. I mean, you know, scrubbing toilets isn't fun, right? I mean, it's not, it's not an easy job for these ladies. But the idea is that we do everything we can to make the other things better for them. We also pay them well, and we're loyal to them. And so they stay with us. We have ladies, you know, um, PhDs, professional house cleaners, that have been with us for over five years as well. I think that on the whole, Within two maids, we have a much higher retention rate. And it, for me, that's what it's all about. It's about treating people well, respecting them, doing nice things for them. And it, it doesn't have to be big things. I mean, you can do, like I said, like a birthday celebration where you have like a cake or bring in donuts one day or whatever you can do to make them feel like they're a part of something. And that includes the ladies too. I mean, they're a part of our big structure. So you're always having troubled employees, right? When you get to the level that we are, where you have seven offices and five managers and an assistant manager and a lot of ladies, you're always having people that you're working out. And we recognize that frustration. Believe me, we all have frustrations with hiring. It's just like trying to, what I look at it is you get people, you try to kind of keep them, you lock them in, and then you're always hiring. And then you're kind of letting some people go and you're hiring, you're letting some people go and they're, you're keeping them. Yeah. You know, and, and one nice thing too about being in an, an environment as ours is the competition doesn't treat their, generally, That's doesn't treat their employees very well. Right. So if you just go in and, and you're just nice to people, you treat them fairly, you're, you're way ahead of your competition for the most part. <laughs> and so it, I mean, it sounds easy, but 
It, it, when you talk to these ladies and realize how they've been treated at other places, it's shocking. And it's 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 really not that hard, but it's surprising to me how many people miss that mark yeah. of just doing nice things. I mean, just asking them, how's it going? Some of them are going through divorces. We've had some assault situation. We've had some custody battles. We've had a lot of things with these ladies. And, you know, it's the manager's are really, it's a lot of that falls on our managers. So it's finding the right managers and training them to do it. But what they have to do is they have to be a friend to these ladies, but also be their boss. They can't, you know, it's a fine line, but we work with our ladies. We coach our managers to do that. And we find people that can develop that skill set. And it's, it sounds like Mark said, it sounds easy, but it really is for me, the most critical piece of the entire operation is our personnel and finding the right people, yeah. training them well, and then keeping them, yeah. making them happy so they want to stay. Hey, Daily Coach fans. If you're ready to begin your own journey to find the perfect franchise, please email me right now at inquire at kimdaily.tv. My services are totally free for you. That's inquire at kimdaily.tv. Now, back to the show. It's so good. Do you find that rewarding? I mean, you you have long you you're getting loyalty out of it of people in an industry that would not necessarily give that. I mean, do you you take pride in that? I hope, right? Because that's that's what's making you so successful. Well, and I think for us, so a lot of our employees are bilingual or or speak mainly Spanish. And so our office managers are all bilingual. And most of our office managers are their parents came here. They were their parents were first generation, so they grew up here, and they didn't necessarily have a lot of options as far as like college and things like that. And right. so they come and work for us, and, and we give them kind of a path to like a career where they can actually make decent money, and and they run an office. Yeah. So I, I think for at least for me, watching our office managers grow as office managers, and 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 just. You know, some of them are running million dollar offices and, you know, they have over 20 employees reporting to them and, and, and just having that and they're independent and watching them kind of just mature and, and just grow in that is, has been kind of great to watch. For me, it's the best part of the job. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Yeah. And, um, you know, I enjoyed being a lawyer. I thought I would be a lawyer forever. And it, this is a very different thing than being a lawyer, obviously, but I, that's my favorite part. I I really love our ladies and I love our managers. I feel like they're family members to me, you know, like my kids or, you know, whatever. I yeah. Watching them make this journey and a lot of them just don't know what they can do. You know, they come to us somewhat young and we've had, you know, manager from Wendy's. We, they've, they've all come to us from different backgrounds and uh, we learned in the beginning that it doesn't really matter where they come from. From. It's what they have and their personality to me is much more important than their background and whether they can do this and whether they're trainable and whether they want, they're ambitious and they, and the ladies, sometimes they come to us and like Mari said, they don't have a lot of background support education. And when you see them start to succeed and you see them start to grow these offices, 
and you see how proud they are of themselves. Yeah. It's amazing to watch. You know, like I said, we're having the manager day tomorrow, which is one of my favorite days of the year. You know, I really care about these ladies and I I absolutely love getting to see them do that. The same thing with the PhDs. I mean, we have some, that, like I said, I've got one in Hilton Head that's been with us almost the entire time that we've owned the office. And she has two little kids. She's single. And these ladies have a lot of struggles. And uh, to watch her be able to make good money and to, to some of them start to get apartments, start to move out from, you know, living with their families and to, to get their own lives together is really an amazing part of this journey. And it's really believing in people and helping them to, to reach their potential because some of them don't even know what their potential is. And you just have to give them a little bit of encouragement and watch them blossom. Yeah. It's really fun. I mean, to me, it's no secret why you guys are as successful as you are. I mean, you mentioned earlier that you're competitive. I think that's the heart of every successful business owner. But then you have this heart to serve other people. So you dared to take a risk and invest in yourselves and build a business that in doing so has created all of these jobs and opportunities for other people to improve their life. You're giving the these single moms, these women who are struggling, a day job, a Monday through Friday steady job with an opportunity if they're loyal to you to show them and demonstrate to them loyalty back to them. And then you throw in things like, you know, I'm over here like almost tearing up when you talk about this day that you're doing tomorrow. Like, I want to go. I want to be there. I want to soak in the good juju that, you know, that's going to come from that. Because if you are in this labor pool, like you said, these women, they may not be celebrated in their life, you know, and you're, you're, you're helping them achieve, you're bringing out who they really are and showing them what they're capable of and then celebrating them for that. I mean, that to me, that would be where it's at. So, I mean, it's amazing, amazing story. And I know from where I stand of 21 years of being a franchise consultant, hands down, why you are as successful as you are. So congratulations. And thank you so much for spending a few minutes this morning with Kim Daly. And, and sharing your story with my followers. I think it's incredibly inspiring. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. We're, we're proud of ourselves. It's a lot of hard work and anyone, you know, just work hard. People can do it. You just have to work. So everyone always asks us like, what's the secret? It's like you work hard and you treat people well and that's a secret. Isn't it funny? People are looking for like the holy grail. It's it really as simple like, as, yeah. you know, like being good to other people. We're humans doing business with humans and helping other people. So, and on the other side of that, you know, like, look, I'm the recipient. I use a cleaning franchise. I don't have two maids in my backyard, but I will validate from the other side that I have lived in my house for 12 years. I've been working with one cleaning company now for the whole time, 12 years, and the team leads has been in my house for eight years. And I mean, I give her Christmas presents. <laughs> so I mean, I, I look at her as a hero in my life, you know, like she's doing a job that I don't want to take the time to do. And I bless her all over the place in my house and the team that she brings in with her. And she knows it, you know, I would consider her, like you said, a part of my family as the customer to the cleaning company. So I think that when the leadership at the top, which is you, is 
creating this culture than the culture of loyalty to your employee and they stay, well, that makes me the customer stay because now she and I are together. And and sometimes she has different people with her, but I don't mind because I know that she knows how Kim Daly likes things done in her house and she always does it to perfection. So it's a trickle down effect that starts at the top and it's an awesome, awesome story. For those people out there who are inspired by this conversation and are ready to begin your own journey to find your freedom in a franchise, I would love to be your daily coach. Please follow the email on the screen right now or reach directly out to me at inquire at kimdaily.tv. That's inquire at kimdaily.tv. I got to let these two women go because they got a party to plan for tomorrow. So Marnie and Mari, thank you so much for being my special guest today. It's our pleasure. Thank Thank you. you. Until next time, my name is Kim Daly and I want to be your daily coach. You can find more content just like this on my YouTube channel at kimdaily.tv. And if you're inspired to take the next step to explore franchises matched to you, please email me right now at inquire at kimdaily.tv. That's inquire at kimdaily.tv. 